Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy Robinette. And this is Chuck Robinette. And this is the Robinette's Nest. And it is Labor Day. Labor Day. Are we laboring on Labor Day? No, we're not really laboring. No, we're feeling more like napping Napping. on Labor Day. It's a nice day. Sunny, it's warm. Rained all night. Stormed. Stormed all night. Like the nice storm, not like the scary Uh, storm. And we apologize. We did three weeks in a row on a Friday and had it all situated. We jinxed ourselves. And we did it, yeah. After saying that, I thought, oh, that's it. So, yeah, Friday, it's just been a Well, fun you decided weekend. to nap every day. Well, you know how it is. <laughs> I mean, you've got cancer, yeah. so I so, guess you're not I just guess lazy. I, I got carte blanche here. I've got, I got a free pass. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Yeah. Is what it is. I need a nap. I got cancer. I need a nap. I need a nap. No, it's not, it's not really not that bad. I just, I don't know. So we're really not doing anything. No. Well, there's also COVID still. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? We went for a little drive. Little drive. We ate at a, well, we took takeout at a place yeah, that, that place, we've yeah. never went Drive to. Drive before, yeah. That was amazing. Pretty good. And we are, we've been kind of cleaning the house is what we've been busy doing. Yeah. You start cracking the whip and you got to follow in line. I see how it is. Wow. wow. Throws me under the bus. It's true, though. It wasn't my idea. Trust me. Well, it's not my idea either. Well, you'd still do it. In you, order for... You get a bug and you say, okay, we got to get this stuff done. We got to do it now. Well... You do. You are supposed to come home to a sanitized house. Well, where you, but where do you go? What? You see, you come home to a sanitized house. Oh, you mean when I do the thing. I thought you meant like... Just no, when you come home from the hospital, I'm not that worried. The about house it. is supposed to be sanitized. The house is never going to be that completely organized. Well, oh, fine. That's fine. Whatever. Put it up. Put it on me. Doesn't what? it feel good? It doesn't feel that great. It feels amazing. I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's why you need a nap. So you told us in the last episode that you hated Labor Day. I hate Labor Day. Always hated Labor Day. So, <laughs> damn it all. So. As a kid, as a kid, we got out of school the first of or not September, sorry, June. And after about a week or two, my grandparents would come. Tell me your woes. Yeah, from Tobermory, Ontario, in Canada. They drive down, they pick me up, and we leave at six o'clock in the morning. They lived in Detroit. We drive up there. I spent all summer there, and I'd come home the Sunday before Labor Day. Obviously, Labor Day is on a Monday, and I hated coming Every home. Every year. Every year. It's on a Monday. On a Monday. So Sunday, we drive home, and it's like so depressing. You get home, oh my God, I got to look at my mother. I got to go to school on Tuesday. The whole nine yards, I hated it. So I always hated Labor Day because I had to come home. And then when you got home on Sunday at six o'clock, and those days when I was a kid anyway, you had Jerry Lewis on the TV doing the muscular dystrophy telethon. And that was kind of depressing too because of like, okay, there's Jerry Lewis. That means I got to go to school the next day. So I, I just hated Labor Day. Our school started earlier than Labor Day, so I don't have that post-traumatic stress of school. It was awful. Because we always started about like the 21st, 22nd, 23rd of August. And we got out earlier, typically, than you guys did. We normally got out the 1st of June. True. You guys normally went out like the second week of June. I was a public school rat, so I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. So I I didn't have that. And I actually 
my house was, I didn't have an escape like you had with Tobermory. Right. So school was my escape, although my teachers hated me. <laughs> like really, honestly, like if I'm thinking grade school, so I went to parochial school K K through eight, yeah. And I have one teacher that I loved, mm-hmm. but otherwise, I think the rest of them hated me, and they didn't understand what was going on. I was a quiet kid, yeah, and I don't Something think they understood what was going on in my house. And yeah. I'm not talking about it being haunted. I'm talking right. about. My mom's depression and her illness and my dad just not be my dad's illness with watching TV and playing video games. (laughs) He's still got that same illness. He still has that ailment. Ryan Oh, Can't do anything. He knows how to point real well. His pointer finger. Yeah, he does. Really great. You got to get that. You got to get this. You got to get that. Pick that up. Doing really great. Mm. But... Mm. And in fact, he fell this week yeah, and he wasn't even walking. <laughs> he just bent. It's not even funny. He like bent over to pick up a piece of paper. And my thought was. Pick up the remote control. Wow. He finally <laughs> decided to pick up a piece of paper. And he, he like did a flip. <laughs> and, and, somersault. and hit his head on the floor, apparently. I'd pay to see that. Uh, and then I guess the chair flipped. Oh over. dear God! I don't. And it's probably know. still on the floor sideways. It's not, but okay. yeah, he he. He's a mess. He is a mess. <laughs> but so I didn't have any no, like, yeah, escape. no escape, right? But I loved, I loved to learn. I loved to read. I loved to write. Obviously, <sighs> I still do. But I there was a it was a no win for I me. I know absolutely. It really was. It was a no win. I always had that one. Besides summer in Canada, it seemed like every other weekend, my parents, or my parents, my grandparents, they lived in Detroit, on Violet Lawn, like Chicago, Mendota, and I would spend usually every other weekend with them. So that was another escape for me. So I was lucky in that respect. And when it was Christmas vacation or, you know, Easter vacation or whatever, I usually spend the whole week with them until I got to a certain age. Yeah. Then I ended up spending it with my dad. And well, what time were you, what, how old were you when your grandpa passed? Um, I was either 17 or 18. Oh, so you were pretty old. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately in those days, you know, you're busy with your own life. You get girlfriends and you're out running the streets and whatever, <laughs> and you don't have time to be yeah, the good grandchild. Time. So I have a lot of regrets. I did think a lot of things wrong and I shouldn't have been that way. And I think no, most kids were yeah. like that. I don't think that that's unusual. I was, I was going through some of your mom's stuff this week and, or last week, I guess, and found a bunch of love letters <laughs> That that your mom your mom had a lot of interested boys. Yeah, in her, my mother was a floozy, so. And so, but in the middle of all of these love letters and stuff, were a bunch of uh, paper, scrap paper that you had written to your mom, yeah. saying, "Hey, I'm going over to you know Aunt Carol's house <laughs> after school. There's a lot of good looking chicks, you know. Oh, you got, know. gotta go see the chickies. You know how it is. You know. Yeah, that was it. So yeah, that was pretty much your running uh, the streets. Yeah, you know that there's better looking chicks over in this yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, the neighborhood's a lot better, hotter <laughs> than our neighborhood. So I'm gonna go ride my bike and hang over there. Oh boy. That was so, the case. Yeah, so that was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And it was, and it's interesting to think of, you know, like the letters, like the notes that you wrote to her yeah. and like the love letters that she had that we have out generationed that. Absolutely. We will, we, 
our grandkids and great grandkids will never see a letter from us with well, our with our because we're texting. Because it's texting, it's typed. Uh, they don't even teach cursive in school anymore. You know, no. there used to be a grade you for writing and not just writing letters or writing you know stories. That was how it well was your, your penmanship. hand penmanship. Yeah. Absolutely. I know my mother said if I ever got an F or whatever, nah, I, I guess incomplete. They didn't say F, so I don't think when I was. Anyway. You've got beautiful penmanship. I had A, 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 A in writing. I had an F or an I or whatever it was. And I remember like, she said, you're going to get spanked if you get one. And I handed her my report <laughs> card. It's straight A's except for writing. Right. I had an incomplete. I. Incomplete. I don't, I, I don't even know why I did. I don't even know how I did, but regardless. I, so yeah, I was ready to climb on my mother's lap. So okay, spank away because look what I got. So in case you don't know me real well, I don't like criticism. No, she doesn't like criticism. <laughs> I mean, and I was criticized my whole life, so I really don't. I give don't. A damn. I was criticized as well, <laughs> and I'm a Scorpio. That's that's another show for thick, another time. I had thick skin. Trust me, in my I lifetime, don't. you had to. So I was. <laughs> You know how in school they would say you need two pages or three pages? Yeah. So I thought I was smart and I would write larger. <laughs> <laughs> so I, now it wasn't like I, gigantic. You know, <laughs> you know, I've got you beat at that. Because when I was like in junior high school, I guess it was in grade school too. We used to have to write like sentences or do times tables. If we were bad, we'd have to write out a, one times right. one is one, one times two is two, and go through the whole thing all the way, one through 10 or whatever it was. And we had to do like three of them or whatever. I got copy paper, ditto paper or whatever, yeah, carbon paper. Carbon. And I actually did that with carbon paper. And they must not have even looked at the damn Probably thing because not. whatever, but because I did it, I handed it in and I got away with it. So. Like I will not cheat and you did yeah. it on carbon yeah. paper. Yeah, it's like Bart Simpson on the beginning of the Simpsons, you know, I will not talk but in so class. they called, so the teacher called my parents <laughs> because I'm such a bad like, girl. Damn it, I got video games to play. I can't be coming to school. It's true. And so they're like, Christie's needs to not make her writing her, so her, large. Her, her so then this is how, like, I'll teach him. Mm. So then I made it microscopic small. So you can barely see it. So I, he had to use a magnifying glass. No, so my parents got called in again. I did the same thing. I that did was that to Mr. Risky in fourth grade. Yeah. So fourth Mr. Risky, grade. if you're out there. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Yeah, Ralph Risky. You saw what happened, Ralphie. You, you see it. what happened, Ralphie boy. Yep. You got yours. Karma's a bitch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, and speaking of that, so I ended up becoming his babysitter. Oh, my God. So. it's a scary movie I, ready to happen. I know. So, but then there was a boy that liked me. Uh-oh. And, of course, when you're babysitting, you're not allowed to have boys over. No, well, don't tell my babysitter. <laughs> but I did. And we sat on the porch. He didn't come in the house. And I had to bribe the kids to not tell him. <laughs> Tell their parents. I was that boy. I was that boy. You were. Don't tell. Well, my parents hated this guy. He was who you were. Yeah, back I was. Then. I was. He really I was. really was that way. And um, yeah. So he ended up. Uh, <laughs> he ended up. They came home early, and we saw the lights coming down. And he ended up breaking his hand because he jumped over the fence and hurt his hand. I had a girlfriend. Yeah, she babysat around the corner from my aunt and uncles, and. And you go over there, park the car down the street. So, because her dad lived across, the, you know, she lived across the street and they wouldn't see my car. I had to hide the car and go over there. Yeah. I think we were making out on a couch or something. It was dark or whatever. <laughs> and I kept hearing those noises. And I think the dad probably saw the car or something and wanted to break in the door, but he couldn't because the door was locked. 
I don't know what happened after that, but I know I got the hell out of there. That is like one of our daughters, which I won't humiliate on air, Mm. but we were taking the littles out for Halloween. Halloween, yeah. And she's like, I'll give out out the candy. It's hard to give out the candy when (laughs) you're necking in a basement. No, they're on the couch. So we we go up there and they're on the couch with the big picture window on the couch. And they did not answer our trick or treat. I thought there was a time where they came up from the basement. Oh, that happened too, I'm sure. (laughs) That's crazy. So speaking of, so this is off topic. So there's another podcast that I listen to every once in a while by Jamie Premax Sullivan. And her topic was the whole phase like the bad girl bad boy yeah. phase so you kind of that was your whole I, life was my phase. whole life i was the bad boy yeah i was trouble yeah not really bad trouble though i mean i wasn't like i was thrown in jail type of trouble but yeah i, I did stuff i probably was, shouldn't have done but you know it was part of growing up so when did that phase end for you when you got married uh, by the time when i turned 25 <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny uh yeah, you know, I never grew up until, you know, and in all actuality, even when I got married. Did you I, grow up? I don't think I grew up. up. No, no, I'm Peter Pan. No. So, no, I think in all actuality, and I probably shouldn't have gotten married right now. Well, first of all, I shouldn't have married who I married in the first place way back then. Not you, obviously. My first <laughs> wife. Thank you. I'm like, I just want to clarify that to anybody who's a new listener out there. Um, I think I grew up when my daughter was born, my first Aww. daughter. It's really strange because, you know, when my ex-wife was pregnant and all that, I was like alien. I'm an only child. I was never around babies, never around anybody pregnant. Everything was freaky to me and things are moving. The belly is moving but and kicking and doing moving. whatever. I was like, I don't want to touch that. Aww. And so I really wasn't prepared for anything. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before, but I looking at the ultrasound, it looked like there was a boy. It was a, a baby boy. And I didn't care. I ran on to have a girl because I know what boys were like. I'm an only child. I, didn't, I wasn't you around. They girls. were rotten. Boys were rotten. Yeah. I didn't want anybody like me. So. So uh, we're in the birthing suite and the baby's popping out or whatever. And she's got the umbilical cord through between her legs. And the nurse says, it's a girl. I was like, I see something between his legs. And, I realized. <laughs> and so I finally realized, I was like, wait a minute. And at first, I hadn't prepared myself mentally because I, the first thing, honest to God, the first thing, and I think I mentioned this before, I thought of was, oh, my God, someone's going to knock on my door and ask my daughter out, you know, for a date. And I wasn't prepared for that mentally. Yeah. But I think when that happened, all of a sudden, I'm an adult. I have responsibilities and my world changed. So I, I would say then. Yeah. I, and honest to God, I think that's when I actually became an adult. I did things reversed. So I ended up marrying my high school sweetheart, which yep. wasn't what a mistake, shock. Right? And Another mistake. We all make them, folks. And, well, he was my father 2.0. Yeah. And Video games. at the time. <laughs> so I don't know how he is now, but at the time, exactly. Falling down, hitting his head. And so I... It wasn't until after we got divorced and I had kids yeah. that I didn't go through a whole phase. It wasn't, it wasn't like that, but I dated a ton of people. It actually was kind of fun because then I could discover who I wanted and who I didn't want. I, in can, relationships. I, I understand that, but I did the whole opposite thing. I, I didn't want to be around anybody. I didn't want to have a girlfriend. Yeah. I didn't, my, my priorities were, you know, a stupid job, which I really could have cared less about, but I mean, you had to have a job and the kids, you know, I, I was supposed to have them <clears throat> three weekends out of the month and yeah. whatever. I ended up with them every weekend. I think she, out of all the years, she had maybe one weekend and it wasn't enough for them. They wanted to come down. I had a 
be there like on a Tuesday or Wednesday too. So I actually had them more than she did, but that was by their choice, you know, and and mine too. I mean, that's the way I wanted it. That's how I lived. But yeah. Well, I I had mine like every weekend. So I didn't have like a Saturday night. Mine was, I didn't have them on Thursdays. Well, Thursday was bar night. So I don't drink. Right. But I would go out with everybody from work and I I would have fun with, with just crowds of people that I wouldn't. And normally they were younger than me or they were in a completely different space in their life because I had, you know, I was 29, 30 years old, had two kids, was divorced and had never dated. I had never dated. That's because you went to your high school. Yeah. I dated a lot long before that. So right or wrong, I did. But yeah, when I got divorced, I didn't want anything to do with anybody. I kind of like froze everybody out. Well, when I met you, I had decided, well, but I should say before I met you, right? I had decided that I was fine being alone. I didn't need anybody. I I wasn't on the prowl for everything, you know, for anybody. And I wasn't in the quote, ho, you know, phase. I wasn't sleeping with people. Right. But I... I think it's important. You know, I, I said that to my kids, our kids all kind of found somebody early on as yeah. well. All of our, all, all four of our kids did. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them ended up with the person that they had been with since, you know, their late right. teens. Late teens. Uh, one of them ended up switching, you know, to somebody who ended up becoming, you know, was her best friend. Right. You know, she was dating a long relationship. Right. And the other one kind of dated around and then found, you know, her husband, but mostly everyone did exactly what I told them not to do, or they did, they didn't do what I told them to do. So yeah, they don't listen to parents. What do parents know? I didn't listen to mine either. No. Of course, if you knew my mother, you'd understand that. I mean, but I was hurt too. And I'm sure you were too. Because when I was getting married, everyone's like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, right. I think you should be dating other people. You don't even know what you want. And I'm like, get but out I'm there. in you, love. You've got to try the field. you got to play. Yeah. And I was insulted. What do you mean? This is who I love. You had that too. I had someone that tried to pick well, me up in my, at my wedding yeah. and take me away <sighs> and like become the runaway bride because... <laughs> I mean, I had teachers trying to break us up. Right, right, because you were from so, high school, right? Yeah, but I, I don't have regrets. I know my ex-father-in-law, he tried telling her what, before they walked down the aisle, you know, you sure you want to do this? We can just leave or whatever. I'm, I'm thinking now, you should have just paid her and said, let's go. Right? Yeah, but you wouldn't have been. I know. It, 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 we a path, wouldn't have been together. <clears throat> there's a path chosen for all of us. I mean, I wouldn't change anything. Well, I'd like to change her, but. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, we wouldn't have either one of us would have had the two kids that we have, no. and, and we I mean, would have probably never met. This is the whole path the way that it's supposed to have been. So, I guess we had to go through all these changes and all these hoops growth. to get to where we are. I know, yeah, growth, that's what they say anyway, but that's yeah, a learning experience. I think with everybody, it's a learning experience. We don't really focus on any of that. I mean, when our, our relationship was never based on our past, no. though. No. We we never. I mean, it got brought up a couple times. I mean, sure, obviously, sure. Because I mean, obviously, was, because it's part of our growing up, our, you know, ourselves. But it wasn't our like we were constantly no bitching about our ex or no. you know that wasn't our thing. It, it just wasn't worth it. It's yeah. So I mean, those of you that are listening that might be youngish, that might be in their twenties, I hope that you go through. Because you don't know what you want until, 
you know, you explore yeah, that. You really don't. You think you do. You, you get in that idea. comfort zone. Well, I think people sensationalize things. And you you read Daniel Steele novels and watch his movies <laughs> like on Lifetime Channel. and whatever, Hallmark Trail. <laughs> and you think, you know, white horses and knights in shredding armor. And you're waiting for that to happen. And it rarely ever happens. I mean, not everybody's like that. But there are some people that really are. I mean, they're looking for the escapism, I think. Well, they're looking for the pretty pictures on Facebook. They're looking yeah. for the good social media posts. And there's a lot of bad stuff. I was going to say, are there good social media posts? I, again, I don't really do much on way of social um, media. A lot of people will put like their pretty family portraits up, you know, and it looks pretty. But then you know that there's darker stuff that's going on and people aren't going to necessarily post you know, the arguments and the fights and the money problems yeah. and the... You know, and all of the, that. I can still remember. I was married to my ex. We were really going through a bad time. My kids were little. Mm -hmm. And we were walking through Kmart, of all things that of I remember. Of all places. And uh, somebody from the church <laughs> stopped and said, you guys are like the most beautiful family. Like, it's so. And they didn't mean like pretty. They meant like it's such a beautiful family. Yeah. And all I could think in my head is you don't even you, understand. You don't have any you idea. don't know. And I don't want to go into any right. of that, right? But it was so toxic, yeah. And you put up a facade because you don't want people to know, know the real the truth. Real truth. They're hurting, or that you're upset, or that you're yeah. Fighting. Or there's there's domestic abuse, yeah. or there's emotional domestic abuse, or there's physical too. abuse, or there's you know whatever it you is. Know, and none of us were perfect, you know. Obviously, nope. I had my faults too. Me too. But um. Uh, it sure as heck wasn't I mean, on me. I look back and I don't like the person that I was. Oh, then. me either. Me either. I don't. I was angry. I was, you know, just frustrated. And it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, in my family, and I don't have a very big family, uh, everybody, with the exception of my great grandparents and one grandmother, was divorced. My parents were divorced, my aunts and uncles. Everybody's been divorced at least once. And I was going to be the, the, uh, you're going to be the different. I was, yeah, I, I wasn't, you know, you don't get married to get, no one gets married to get divorced. You're going to break so that cycle. You're going to break that cycle. Yeah. You're going to be the one that stays. You can't do that. I'm not when it's a toxic, it's a bad situation or you're not actually compatible. Well, my mom and dad had a terrible, terrible relationship. Terrible. Dear God. And they, they stayed together. And it was, you know, if we can stay together, then you can stay right. together. We can do it. You can yes. do it. Because the Lord says, but that was like that was a lot of pressure too. Right. It's like, oh, those poor children. Right. Oh, they you're don't know. tearing those kids apart. Oh dear, it's it's horrible. Well, it's like, do you want these kids to be in a terrible environment? Right. right. And so that they repeat the pattern of that. And or... I'd yell a lot and I'd whatever, and it's out of frustration. Yeah. I realize that now it wasn't the kids. It was because I was married to their mother. You know, it's just the home life. And I'm not going to get into that either. Well, but. it's called a vibration. So everybody yeah. has a vibration. Everyone's born with a vibration. And so often we find people of a different vibration because it's, I don't know. Because it's opposite, like. Opposite track? Yeah, well, we're opposite. Yeah. But I, I think that, I think that there is that, I, I don't know. It, it looks appealing. Maybe. You know, it's something that's different, shiny. It's not dull. Right. Yeah. Like right. you said, it's shiny. 
But then it ends up being like you guys are like we bickered all the time over right. everything. everything. If I said yeah, it was blue, that. it was green. If yeah. I said yeah. I want you know mashed potatoes, you should have made French fries. Right. You know, and I'm just I'm just saying that enough. No, I know enough. But it's and it's exhausting. Yeah, it was. Which is why if you don't date, you don't know what right. your vibration. So then you shift vibration. You become depressed and sad. And yeah, you got to stick your toes in the water, dip it and find out. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole adage is, you know, you got to test drive the car before yeah. you know what car. <laughs> but then we actually bought a car without test driving the car this year. <laughs> so. Or why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? Yeah, I heard that yeah, one. Yeah, there's that. There's that. But, and there was a lot of milk going around in those oh days. Oh, my gosh. That uh, was before me. I was a good Lutheran girl. Well, I'm not talking about me, although, yeah, I, oh, I did my share well. of milking, I'm sure. But. So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're not, we should edit that. Uh, no, However, we're not. We're not. Well, whatever. It, the, it all it's real life, be... folks. It's real life. Deal with it. Chuck Sorry. Chuck the cow. Chuck in the cow. Um... Farmer <laughs> shock. Farmer shock. <laughs> my overalls on my straw hat. Oh I'm ready. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready. Speaking of. Straw hat. We just finished Yellowstone. Yellowstone, the television show. Yellowstone. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. And Very good. I'm. I, all night long, I kept going in my head, like, what who, happened? Who lives, who dies? What yeah, happens? Yeah, I mean, we won't break it we won't break anybody who hasn't, yeah. hasn't watched But yeah, it. it was a pretty good program. Now we got to wait for a year and a half for it to come out again. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, a year. Thanks, COVID-19. Yeah, summer of 2021, <clears throat> it comes out again. Somebody told me that we've got to watch Goliath. I don't know what that is. I don't either. And um, what's the Karate Kid one that I said? Oh. Cob or co Cobra Con Cobra or something Con's like that. Yeah, because yeah. that sounds real interesting to me. They wax on, really wax good. off. Well, we'll try it. Yeah, okay, whatever. We'll let you know next. We'll, we'll let you know. Next episode. If it's a snooze fest <laughs> or if I said next. Although I did love Karate Kid like so much. I couldn't stand that stupid movie. I think of music with movies. So, of course, it was Chicago. Oh, no, God. The only thing I like Ralph Macchio in was My Cousin Vinny. You use. Oh, uh, yeah. My cousin Vinny. I like what, what is Ralph Macho doing these days? Uh, probably Banking collecting his money. <laughs> what money? He's he's probably collecting an unemployment check like the rest of us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't done much that I know of. I don't know. Maybe he's God a bless producer. Him. We'll have Maybe to look that up. What's Ralph Macchio doing? <laughs> Ralph, if you're listening, you, you, let us know. <laughs> you look it up because I'm not wasting my time. Let us know. I'm not wasting Now it. I might have to. Oh, now I might have to. Great. So I don't know. This episode is going to be called "What Became of Ralph Macchio." Well, he's got to be like my age, right? He looks pretty old. He. She's uh, actually he's fifty-eight, so he's he's so he's, a, he's yeah, he's my age. Yeah. So it says he's doing so that's time. Pretty old. Time at Sing Sing Penitentiary. It's not true. He's got two beautiful kids. I don't know. Does what it say beautiful? Like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Because they might not be. I don't. I don't know what is what's his career. <laughs> I used to always mix him up with uh, Scott. Video. Yeah. See how smart I am, folks. Yeah. Well, he also knows how to finish my sentence. That's true. That's why we're married. It is because I'll be like, you know that thing I'm about, and he's like, yeah, I, know, I do. I got, I got it. I know exactly. Oh, he was an ugly Betty. That means nothing to me because I didn't watch that show either. Uh, my cousin Vinny, just my like you said. Vinny. Yeah. Oh, he's in Cobra Kai. Is he? Yeah. Well, there you go, Ralph. You got a job. There we go. Got a paycheck coming in, Ralph. Good job. Not on a Good job. Good job. So we will see you later. <laughs>
when we play that. Don't expect a long visit. Because I don't know. I think it's like three seasons. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> or two seasons. I can't watch two episodes. Okay, Cobra I don't know. Got we'll, it down. We might be doing that. We might be watching Dancing with the Stars with <laughs> no. Carol Baskin. <laughs> no, we're not doing that either. Dear God, Carol Baskin. <laughs> she killed her husband. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, okay. my gosh. Take yeah. me to court. Well, this year has been filled with a lot of Netflix. A lot of, a lot of bad, Netflix. Bad television. And on-demand TV. Yeah, there you go. So, so on that note, on I'm that just going to take speaking, a nap. Speaking of bad television and bad <laughs> Or episodes. do something. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Dear God, I, I know. know. You're trying to clean your room. Also, my, man, my man cave. Yeah, so it's a whole lot of work. Well, because you got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. He's got it. It is. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. He collects stuff. Collect, collect, collect. And I just don't want to leave my kids with my stuff anymore. You so I'm what? not collecting you stuff. You know what? Let them suffer. Hell Let them suffer. <laughs> Let them suffer. We suffered enough with them. Now it's their turn. It's That's true. how I see it. So Labor Day. So we hope Labor that day. you're having a great one. Labor Day. And next time we talk, I'm going to tell you why I hate Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. That'll oh. be during Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it'll be closer. To the, it'll be November. We'll bring that one up in November. I don't know. Are we going to do this while you're in the hospital? How are we going to do our podcast? I don't. We'll figure it out. We'll have to pre-tape. Somehow. Yeah. Pre-tape them. <laughs> Why not? Well, Some modern medicine. Or it'll be it'll be the Robinette's nest with only one Robinette. One, Robinette. one bird. Yeah. It's one Christy. bird. The other one flew the coop. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Sorry it's been so exciting. <laughs> now, have a great one. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. And I believe in you. Okay. Peace. <laughs> this is the Robinette's Dust. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.